everybody. Welcome to the Talking Heartland podcast. This is a show where we are looking at back episodes of the Heartland show, and we are into the middle of season 12, and actually almost finishing up season 12, episodes 7, 8, and 9. And you have to forgive my voice today. I've got a cold. Don't worry. I don't have COVID, but I've got a strong cold. So I'm sorry you get the raspy, weird sounding Rachel today. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, and, uh, Michelle's here. Hey, everyone. How are you doing? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Um, I'm just grateful to Rachel for (laughs) for showing up this week, even though she's not feeling great. Yeah, no, my pleasure. Uh, it's good. Uh, so how are we feeling about season 12 in general? Yeah, I love season 12. Um, I love everything about season 12. Um, everything is pretty much working for me. I don't have yeah. a single thing that I don't like or that's really frustrating me. Um, it just feels like it's it's very like classic Heartland. Yeah, I think so. Well, we'll start out with Running Scared, episode 7. And it's Amy and Tim organize a family petting event while Georgie helps Jade work through her newfound fear of writing. Um, so overall, what do you think of this episode? Yeah, I really like this one. Um, I believe this was the, the 200th episode. Um, so it was a little strange yes. that, um, that Ty wasn't there um, and Lou wasn't there. But yeah, it, it was um, very family orientated and... and it just fit um it just fit Tim's character to change this like small family event and just <laughs> turn it into this big sort of like ego <laughs> trip. Um yeah, and Caleb was great in this episode as well. Yeah. Uh and I thought Jade was really good in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. Uh, so we start learning about Jade's workout routine those pull-ups man that's intense yeah that was intense (laughs) yeah not that many women can do a pull-up yeah it was interesting that they didn't show the full like (laughs) because the actress is always i think that just is pregnant this season Uh imagine you see that in the script (laughs) (laughs) yeah you'd be worried that's for sure Uh, (laughs) but she's scared to get back on the brock which is totally understandable yeah yeah it's one thing saying like oh like um you know rodeo injury is part of it but yeah it's it's different when you sort of imagine it's different when you experience that and live it um it's so unpredictable you know any time she gets on a bronc it could be the last time and that yeah she's certainly very brave (laughs) yeah and it it would be hard to kind of build up your confidence again mm-hmm. after something like that happened. Yeah, yeah. For but sure. I guess maybe that's why they uh, came up with the the phrase "we got to get back up on the horse." <laughs> <laughs> it was from rodeo. From rodeo, yeah. <laughs> um, so Caleb brings a rocking horse for Lindy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that little scene at the beginning with Amy and Lindy watering the garden was so cute. Oh, so cute. Um, yeah, and I just love that they, they sort of continued the storyline of Caleb just being like the ultimate like fun uncle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And obviously there's kind of more going on between um, Caleb and Cass. And mm-hmm. we, uh, we get that great scene between Jack and Caleb uh, with yeah. some whiskey. <laughs> Yeah, it's that. it was so nice to sort of get a little bit of, even though Cass wasn't um, available for these episodes, it was nice to sort of get a little bit of um, what's going on in in in, uh, in Caleb's relationships because often we sort of see the beginning and the the end. You know, we don't really get to, you know, other than Ashley, I don't think we really saw much progress um, with with his relationships. It would be nice to sort of you know dive into it a little bit more and give both of them more screen time but yeah I appreciated that and I appreciated that it was really unexpected yeah like that was yeah I don't go 
I don't look for spoilers or, or look ahead. So yeah, that conversation, like I didn't, I had no idea what he was going to say, but yeah, the fact that it was, you know, suffering from, you know, infertility, you know, that was really unexpected. Well, it also, in these kind of shows, they almost always have the family have one, only one child. Mm-hmm. And which is unusual. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it, of course, but it was kind of uh, neat to hear uh, Jack explain why they only had Marion. Yeah, and you don't often see the conversation between two men either. Um, yeah, that's yeah, true. It was really interesting. Yeah, it was it was really good, and uh, evidently, uh, Jack can hold his whiskey better than uh, Caleb. <laughs> Yeah, for Caleb. <laughs> he must have been really out of it to sleep out there because I believe it was still it was winter. Uh-huh. And it looked yeah. uncomfortable, that chair. Yeah, that was not a comfy chair. <laughs> <laughs> and he's hungover. Uh, <laughs> it's bad. But we also have this new plot line of Georgie where she is stopping eating. She's worrying about her weight and she's got this calorie counting app. And uh, the problem is, is that like, she should be actually eating more as an athlete than eating less. It's all about what you're eating is the question. And like when, when uh, Jack brought her up uh, a breakfast, it seemed like a pretty healthy breakfast. It yeah, was like yeah. eggs with, I think, some potatoes or something like that. And, and you know, that's that's what you should be eating is you want things with, with a lot with of protein, protein, a lot yeah. of fiber, mm-hmm. uh, and you need the carbs too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you see those sort of like, you know, you and I are both sort of fans of the, the movies and things like that. And you sort of see the crazy like diets and things that those actors eat just to, you know look good on screen and it's, it's a yeah. crazy amount of food it, it's like so unhealthy to do it for long stretches of time um and that's why yeah. we have you know, professionals looking after them so the fact that it is interesting that georgie's training at such a high level but doesn't have any sort of guidance as far as you know physical training um you would think that that would be something that would be part of her you know team yeah it was very scary to sort of see her say things like other yolks in the eggs and you know did you take them out and you know that's just you know I'm sort of relieved that it was sort of wrapped up in these three episodes um because that would be that would have been a really sort of brutal sad storyline to sort of go through Uh for multiple episodes yeah and I think they're trying at least to do better with both the the physical and mental health of athletes in yeah. recent years uh, and i have mm-hmm. to give i think uh michael phelps there's a lot of credit for this yeah. uh with uh him doing the documentary that he made about mental health of athletes and mm-hmm. uh and uh and him speaking out for it mm-hmm. uh, because uh it was, it's just an insane amount of pressure that we put on these athletes and so i they definitely she definitely needs some guidance from i mean and of course she's been very sneaky about it but Mm -hmm. uh, yeah and it's it's easy for her to be sneaky because you know her household isn't like a normal household you know her mom and dad are sort of in and out uh she's with adults all have you know jobs she has a job multiple jobs you know right. they're all very busy so it's sort of easy for her to sort of hide things um, uh-huh. and for people just, to, just to not notice through no fault of their own yeah um so we have uh this penning competition and uh i thought this was a fun setup i mean they managed to find another type of kind of competition <laughs> i never heard of this one penning never heard of this one but yeah it was it was actually really um interesting and, and actually visual you know you could kind of understand it you know some of these you're just like yeah okay yeah we'll just go with whatever you say and who wins you know whenever they did the sort of the, the hunting one um 
uh-huh. that Jack and Lisa went on. Like that was such a weird one. Um, it was the hunt without the actual hunt. Yeah, um, that was weird. I didn't <laughs> that understand that. Um, so yeah, this one is very straightforward, and you know the rules, and you can actually see it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, they decide they're going to do it for charity. Mm-hmm. And Amy's doing it for um, a, a horse place. I forget the I forgot to write down the name, but then uh, then. <coughs> Uh, but then Tim is doing it for the Hudson cancer um, mm-hmm. uh, place. And uh, so the girls, the guys end up getting 45 seconds. The girls get 44 seconds, even with Jade freezing. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, but they win. And uh, then you have uh, Amy deciding to split the donations so that they uh go to both places which was nice yeah yeah i sort of saw that coming and it was on as you know it's very sweet and you know everybody wins at the end of the day and the boys have to dig a massive hole for the house <laughs> so <laughs> yeah everybody wins um we also have jade she's thinking about getting a, a quote-unquote real job mm-hmm. with jen at first so she goes and talks to her um, and then jade and georgie make a pact to not let fear get in the way yeah yeah it was an interesting storyline because i imagine that's like such a real fear um you know because jade left college so she really only has rodeo and you know she, i think she's just sort of learning how quickly that could come to an end and you know what's going to happen if right. she gets injured again and you know, to have something to fall back on. Um, because was she nice was to going to school locally, so I don't understand why she can't just go to yeah, school go again. Yeah. Um, yeah. She could true. be a trainer. I mean, she mm-hmm. puts Georgie through this workout. <laughs> yeah, that was brutal. Like, I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> That's not how I, want, how I like to spend time with my friends. <laughs> but isn't it interesting that Georgie can see what's going wrong with jade but she can't see what's going wrong with herself how often that's the case yeah yeah like you can't see it until someone sort of holds up a mirror to you Um, yeah yeah and it's almost like a sort of deflecting sort of thing of like it's easier to want our friends to change and be better or to Mm -hmm. sort of be in defense of our friends and uh, and to hold us uh, our own account our own uh, self more accountable than uh, or to be harder on ourselves than we are on our our friends I think yeah 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 for sure uh, so Jack hosts a poker game at his place <laughs> <laughs> and Amy makes black forest cake which is Georgie's favorite yeah I and like of course, Black Forest cake. It's a bit too sort of tart for me. But yeah. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I prefer, I've always said that the best cake, in my opinion, is yellow cake, chocolate frosting. I think that's like just the perfect amount of balance between mm-hmm. uh, perfect balance of chocolate. Yeah. But yeah, I suppose mine is sort of similar. It would probably be like a, a classic Victoria sponge. Um, I mean, you can't go wrong mm. with that. What flavor does that have? That that's just like a a plain. It's the, the the sort of, I guess like standard cake here. It's it's just like a fresh cream, or you can do like a a sweeter cream with strawberries or jam. Uh, yeah. Um. But yeah, it's just like a a sweet um sponge, so it is not got any sort of flavor. And you can put some sort of vanilla flavoring through it. But uh-huh. yeah, I prefer mine just plain. Um. Yeah. It's very fresh and summery. Yeah, that sounds good. I do like an angel food cake. That's good. Like yeah, that fluffy. Is, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's very nice. With some strawberries. Yeah. Uh, we have but, ones that are like sort of sold in a, a Mr. Kipling sort of angel cake. And it's like, it comes in a box and it's like impossible to just eat one. <laughs> it just sort of disappears within like 24 hours. Yeah. Well, there is a place here in Utah, if you ever come out, I'll take you, that has the best chocolate it's chocolate chocolate 
cake, but mm-hmm. oh, it is so good. Uh, I defy anyone to dislike it. It's so <laughs> yummy. This place called Magleby's, they, they, uh, they are, are known. They have like, when you come in, there's just like stacks of cake. That's what everybody wants to buy. It's so good. Uh, but yeah, the black forest cake. I mean, I guess the cherry, cause it's cherries, right? Yeah. Yeah. I suppose it depends, you know, you know, the freshness and then the sort of type of sweeter then I guess, but yeah, sometimes it's a little too yeah. sort of sharp for me. I prefer just the chocolate if, if, I, yeah, if I'm going that go way, I think. That. <laughs> but she doesn't really eat it she's you know hedging and making excuses and everything and she's got I mean, that that scale they should get rid of oh that's the worst God. that's the worst yeah I mean we've all been there like I'm so guilty of that as well but yeah, yeah. It's, and just being so like disappointed when you sort of do everything right and nothing's really changing yeah um, but yeah there's like a million reasons for that um yeah there really is i mean it could be you're on your period you could Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. could be a little bit uh, bloated because of that Mm -hmm. uh there's uh you know you getting muscle which is doing these workouts Mm -hmm. Uh, so there's lots of reasons why she could be uh gaining weight uh and i i don't think that she necessarily wants to be stick thin to be an, an equestrian I don't yeah so yeah. and she's obviously she, like gaining a lot of muscle as well so yeah I'm not sure how much because she's not eating um a lot of protein but she's certainly working out an intense amount so yeah, yeah. I would imagine she's you know a lot stronger you know fitness mm-hmm. comes in all shapes and sizes um <laughs> uh, so this is this episode is directed by Chris Potter I get another one from him so that's that's, that's interesting that he's in this one a lot as well yeah it's interesting when he does ones that are like you know he's doing two full-time jobs at the same time mm-hmm. yeah he's definitely in this one a lot uh mm-hmm. but he's more tolerable i think he's fine in this episode for yeah. for a tim episode yeah i think when he, he he sort of does these things but he doesn't take it in like a mean way uh-huh. Uh, he takes it he, he sort of does it in a way that's like everybody's very aware that he's yeah. ridiculous <laughs> that he's well i think the fact that he's also doing it for the uh for the, the cancer yeah place uh that that helps make it you know more likable plus it's just funny them uh them betting over who's gonna build the hole for the outhouse mm-hmm. <laughs> the hole. Yeah, that was so funny, funny. Yeah. and i don't know what it is but i really love the fact that they're not like dying his hair anymore um I just feel like this whole look sort of fits him a lot better <laughs> yeah I agree yeah that's true all right what would you give this one one to ten um I would give this one uh, I'm going to give it a 7.5 um but that's just because I like the the next two a lot better um even though they were all sort of good yeah I mean I'm not the biggest, well, we'll talk about it, but I'm not the biggest fan of this whole Lauren plot. So I think I actually like this one better than the next really? one, but, um, but, uh, but anyway, I, I, I find with that 7.5, uh, for this, I loved the whole scene with Caleb and Jack. I thought that was great. And him talking about, uh, the miracle baby, Marion and, and everything. I thought that was really good. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. Calling all hardies, you will not want to miss Unfailing Love, a charming companion novel to the Hallmark TV show, When Hope Calls. This new book by Jeanette Oak and Laurel Oak Logan explores the backstory and additional plot lines not seen in the show as children go missing and the future of the children's home is put in question. Get 40% off and free shipping at bakerbookhouse.com when you purchase Unfailing Love or any of the When Hope Calls novels with promo code When Hope Calls. That's 40% off at bakerbookhouse.com. Promo code When Hope Calls. Okay. So the next episode is called Stress Fractures. And this one is uh, Lou returns with an unconventional idea 
to attract guests to the dude ranch. Georgie's dedication to trading takes a massive toll on her relationship. So overall, what do you think of this one? Yeah, I like this one. I like the, the sort of two-part um, story here. Um, I was a little thrown. It's a new Katie or um, uh, crazy. <laughs> I was like, that's a different kid. <laughs> yeah, that sure. was surprising. Yeah. Um, and I was a little frustrated with Ty, um, especially in the second episode, that, sorry, the, the third episode. Um, but yeah, it, it feels a little bit repetitive just in their sort of dynamic. But yeah, overall, I really like this one. Um, and I felt so bad for, for Wyatt in this one as well. Like, he just has the worst luck, that kid. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, like I said, I'm not the biggest fan of the um, Laura plot line. I don't know. I just feel like she's kind of one note. I don't know. Yeah. She just seems kind of cringy to me. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, but it's sort but, of like continued that because I was just not convinced that she was a good person in the previous episode that we saw her in. I was just like, God, she got off so easy. So it was sort of nice to, not nice, but it was sort of um, rewarding to sort of see that, you know, that was sort of confirmed that she just wasn't a nice person, that she'd sort of crossed a line, that she crossed many lines. Um, yeah. And not just that one. It's true. Uh, and uh, you see Ty and Amy working well together mm-hmm. for the most part in these episodes, which is nice. So, yeah, yeah Ty says Laura is lying to us. He finds the this. So the beginning of the episode, there's this race and this horse star wins, mm-hmm. which is one of Lisa's most prominent horses. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and then... Uh, they find out that Star has a, uh, a stress fra- fracture in his mm-hmm. leg. And uh, Ty is very upset about this. And says that he has to go on stall rest, the horse. And mm-hmm. Laura is upset about that. And Ty says, Laura's lying to us. And I guess there's certain kinds of uh, doping that you can do that mm-hmm. will uh, will mask, I guess, whatever kind of pain, like pain reliever type of dopey. And that's yeah. what they think that she's done. Yeah. It is so, like, even when you just watch the, the sort of doping and the athletes do it, it's just so, like, crazy the lengths that people will go to and the, the sort of loopholes that they find. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, the sort of the one that the... Um, the Lance Armstrong one documentary like that was so fascinating like and scary to sort of see the lengths that they were going to in order to sort of like give them like the blood transfusions and stuff like that and the like being at different altitudes and like oh it's so crazy um and it's so scientific as well um yeah yeah and all these different sort of and this seems almost even worse because at least with armstrong like it's true that everybody was doing it Mm -hmm. then i mean it was rampant at least Mm -hmm. at the time but this is even worse because not only are you making a choice to hurt your own body and cheat but you're Mm -hmm. hurting an animal hurting an animal and yeah it's you know (laughs) we know how this show you know how intelligent and compassionate and and sort of amazing horses are and and yeah so to yeah to do this to such a a beautiful animal um any animal is just horrific um and i think it's really in the next episode we sort of understand the sort of depth of cruelty um just from amy um because you know we know that she's so like I wouldn't say naive, but she always looks for the best in people. So for her to sort of reach a point that she does, you sort of understand just how bad, you know, this went. Um, yeah. And how far. Like, I had no idea, like, what she was hiding. Um, but yeah, it was just so horrific. Well, and 
and then she proceeds to basically blackmail them oh, uh, that she's going to blame it on them and mm-hmm. uh, that she's going to call them out as the one who uh, mm-hmm. who caused the whole problem mm-hmm. and uh, and she says this is how the racing world works yeah and the sad thing is there's probably a lot of truth to that um, you know she's probably doing something that she's seen done many times to the point where she is completely um, numb to it um, like the fact that she can't see that is such a horrific thing you know it just shows you what she's probably been exposed to yeah um yeah i also thought it was interesting to see like the pressure of equestrian sports from such different um such different perspectives you know you have georgie dealing with it in her way and then you see you know lauren dealing with it in hers and yeah yeah it just shows you it's in all sports and all disciplines of sports so it's yeah. But I don't think her blackmailing would have worked because I mean no. what she's people are gonna believe her over Ty, Amy, Lisa, Jack, yeah. tons yeah. of other and people, Amy. Scott, you yeah. know, would all be on Ty's and Amy's side. Yeah. And like <laughs> Lisa's their family. I mean it's such a weird thing to like threaten. Yeah. Um Lisa's, you know. <laughs> well and nothing nothing makes amy more mad than someone not treating a horse well yeah (laughs) you sorry like (laughs) get her uh, fire under her (laughs) yeah yeah it's the times that you actually do see a little bit of like anger yeah (laughs) she's she doesn't have anything to do with that no so we also have the uh, dude ranch lou has sold uh mag her share of maggie she's gonna be a silent oh partner uh, and so she wants to fix up the dude ranch and uh, have pioneer weekends that sounds awful <laughs> <laughs> i was wondering what you think of that <laughs> that sounds awful it's like let's do glamping but the complete opposite like <laughs> Like the ideas that Lou has are just like ridiculous. Um, yeah, like I, I really hope we never hear about this bloody this like Maggie's franchise again. Um, yes, <laughs> I'm so glad it's over. It's so ridiculous. Um, yeah, the idea that a pioneer like just call it like an unplugging weekend. You don't you don't have to like have a theme and wagons <laughs> and <laughs> like I. I agree that it's stupid, but I do think there's a market for it. Oh yeah, be- absolutely. There are people that will like. <laughs> yeah. There was this thing that uh, they used to do at my church called, and they still do it, I guess, for the youth called Trek, where mm. you, you go out on uh, these hand carts and you, and you do the, uh, like a hand cart Trek for the, it's basically a pioneer Trek. Mm-hmm. And I just think the whole concept is so stupid. I always have ever since I was, I went on Trek uh, when I was in high school and I always thought it was stupid and I still think it's stupid. <laughs> like they didn't go all the way across the plains f- for fun. It wasn't like yeah. a special, <laughs> they did it because they had to. They would yeah, think they we're, were, <laughs> we're crazy to you know, like it's one thing to do a a, a a reenactment of like a battle, which they do all over uh, the East Coast. You know, they have these reenactment. Well, mm-hmm. but usually that's like a day or something. But you're like relatively comfortable, and it's like fun to get in touch with history. No, this is like miserable, and yeah. <laughs> and like they want it to be miserable. The more miserable, the better, because you're like connecting with the past or something like that. And I'm like. That's just crazy because you're yeah. not actually feeling what they felt. No. So They're you're getting like... this kind of like <laughs> false notion that you can relate to them somehow, which you can't. Um, yeah. So the whole point, I don't know. It just doesn't make any sense to me. It's blistering hot. It's uncomfortable. I don't know. I don't like yeah. it. 
yeah, I mean, I like completely understand, you know, the things that, you know, like you said, like the reenactments or, you know, like here we have things like the Highland Games and, and you, you just sort of have these sort of, or like a, a Renaissance fair, you know, these sort of things that have like a, a role play aspect, like absolutely fine, yeah. so much fun. But this just seems like making people miserable to try and, like you said, try and make them understand, you know, people in history that were also miserable. Like, it's so true. Yeah, it's like masochistic, in my opinion. Yeah. It really yeah. is. And it, all of you angry trekkers, you can put in the comments. <laughs> it was not for me. It was not for me. Uh, we have Mitch kind of not wanting to talk about Homaya situation, kind of dodging mm-hmm. it. And uh, finally, he tells uh, he tells Lou that he has proposed to Maya. Mm-hmm. And then we get Lou fighting with Jen. Oh, uh, she was so rude so rude i mean why can't she have dinner with peter oh yeah you know that's ridiculous but also like jen has a very good point like if you've been hired to run these businesses because the boss is out of town and you know incapable of you know doing anything with these businesses because she's you know you know running a franchise and then she sells that franchise and comes home and starts changing things of course you're going to have questions of course you're going to be worried about your sort of job stability and what's happening and yeah you know, are you about to be demoted like yeah you would she should be nervous. grateful to mm-hmm. jen i mean first of all just even on this trip jen's the one lighting the fire and getting mm-hmm. everything together but she's just resentful of her mm-hmm. from the very beginning and she's mad about her going to dinner with peter and uh her wanting to work with mitch and it's just bad i mean it just makes they have a problem i think on the show with Mm -hmm. lou and making lou i think too often a unlikable character Uh, you know that they give all of the good uh character traits i think to or most of the good character traits to amy and she almost never does anything wrong and then Mm -hmm. lou uh has just one kind of messy relationship after another and uh and just complains about a lot even though like people are literally throwing parties about how great of a businesswoman and a person she is uh she still finds a lot of reasons to uh to complain yeah yeah she never has any sort of consequences for her behavior um when she does sort of cross the line um it's almost sort of forgotten by the next episode you know she says sorry and it's never spoken of again um yeah and that would be fine if it happened one or two times but it's you know we're in 12 seasons now and it happens quite a bit so yeah like you don't even understand why these guys are really that interested in her aside from her being beautiful Mm -hmm. and she gets ash in her eye and her and mitch have a moment they uh, kind of a near kiss which is Mm -hmm. awkward because he just told her that he's engaged to maya yeah yeah this is one of the difficult things even just with like hallmark movies where you know they have already have the boyfriend but then you know they have this whole other relationship and it's essentially emotional cheating but we're supposed to be like right for it yeah so yeah not good it's so hard because like I was so like invested in Lou and Mitch um in season 10 and yeah it just feels like it's taking a bit of a nosedive um and it's hard to root for it again in this aspect because like you said he's engaged you know it's yeah yeah and um what do you think of peter and his goatee (laughs) awful like the second he showed up i was like oh my no that that's not peter (laughs) like like, not a problem with the actor having a goatee but it's obviously for a different role and it just does not suit peter it's just not 
yeah <laughs> just well and it's jarring that like i feel like every episode this season he's yeah. had a different look yeah yeah i'm really so disappointed if you know that's not his storyline in another show of like this character changes his look <laughs> yeah uh and he's working with jack to install the wine fridge for lisa because evidently lisa's just sending tons of wine over <coughs> from, yeah. from france yeah. and uh and then peter ends up getting shocked working like, on the wiring yeah who's working on wiring with like the power still on <laughs> Yeah. well and i don't understand why you need to work on the like can't you just plug in plug it in yeah like uh, wide fridge yeah you would absolutely just get that installed <laughs> if it was that difficult <laughs> i'm sure if you buy you buy something like that it's just essentially put it together and plug it in yeah yeah well so we also have adam is dumped by olivia mm-hmm. and uh, that was kind of funny that you know the way that Wyatt's uh, and uh, that uh, Georgie's just like oh I'm surprised you're surprised by <laughs> <laughs> that was all pretty funny and uh, Adam makes a breakup playlist which was funny and it kind of reminded me of um oh shoot what's it called um no, I've forgotten it. My brain is um, the Ashton Kutcher, uh, Natalie Portman movie. Oh, Friends with Benefits? No, no, it's, it was the, the other one. Oh my uh, God. That was the Justin Timberlake one, wasn't it? Um, yeah. Oh my God. I like it. It's underrated. No strings attached. That's what it's called. No strings attached. Yeah. I, I love in that, that movie. movie. Yeah. It's so funny when. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when uh, he's trying to like connect with her but he just like wants to be super supportive and so mm-hmm. he makes her a, a mixed cd for her period being on her period which makes me laugh yeah. so much all the socks are all like bleeding love and stuff like that yeah, <laughs> yeah that was so sunday good. bloody sunday wow. stuff yeah that was so good yeah there's a, a, another moment where i forget the line but like she says something about flowers and so he brings her like carrots instead <laughs> <laughs> like a bunch of carrots <laughs> that, that's an underrated movie it has a great cast like Minnie Kaling's in it like <laughs> yeah I like it. that one too it's really I think they're funny both good, but that one is definitely you know more romantic in my opinion yeah yeah it's good so anyway that just made me think of that and uh, so they end up getting stuck. They go to this concert uh, before her big, the night before her big race, which is probably stupid on a mm-hmm. lot of levels, uh, mm-hmm. especially uh, because I would think you would want to stay up late the night before, which you do in a concert and you get all, you know, you're shouting, you're, you're having fun. I, I just, just doesn't sound like a good idea. Yeah. I'm like, I always take the next day off work when <laughs> I've got something like that um so yeah I'm the opposite because like, it takes me hours and hours to fall asleep after a concert yeah or a show it's just like your adrenaline is so high it's impossible to just like come home and go to sleep and go to work <laughs> mm-hmm. maybe I'm just old <laughs> yeah no I'm the same I well and I'm also probably old uh, <laughs> but I'm the same I need a I need a break uh and uh and then uh they end up getting locked out uh and uh finally a guard comes and uh, lets them out uh but then they have car problems and georgie gets picked up by peter and uh she, she he says well we can probably make it to the race but uh she's you know at that point just too frustrated Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where we end the episode. So where would you rank this episode? Um, I would give it an eight. Yeah, I like this one. Yeah. All right. So the last episode is called Long Road Back. So Amy and Ty work together to treat a doped racehorse, but when it turns into a race against the clock, Amy looks to an unexpected source for help. So overall, what do you think of this one? 
yeah, I thought this was great. Um, like I said, I was a little bit frustrated with Ty's attitude. It seems he's very sort of like whenever he's tired or frustrated, he just sort of lashes out. Um, and it is a little. It's been a couple of episodes now where he has been very dismissive of, you know, Amy's um homeopathic sort of um. You know the way that she would like to sort of solve a problem. Um. And it's like, well, why are you, <laughs> why are you committed to this, you know, partnership if you don't like, you're not like fully in on it? And I know he says he does, he is, but it's just happened twice now, and it's just a lot of frustrating. Um, Tim was in like fine form. <laughs> um, and I thought that the yeah. third Garland storyline was kind of hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. So yeah. Lou ends up getting asked out on a date by this guy Fred who they have been working with on the cattle and Mm -hmm. this guy just loves being a grocer yeah yeah all he wants to talk about saying like (laughs) work at something you love or you'll never work a day in your life like that's like i died when she was like what books have you been reading (laughs) yeah i read a book called grocer it was really funny uh, so they they are looking for butte in her in star's system but they can't find it yeah uh, but i guess she somehow just is able to hide it uh, yeah so yeah so she says that she she did give them the butte um but then she uses something called a uh healing therapy which she called a healing therapy called yeah, a healing wave. method a healing method and I suppose that takes it out of the system or it like does something to stop it from showing up on tests um I didn't research it because I didn't want to be upset right because <laughs> it sounds awful um but yeah it seems like she had worked out a system to dope her horse and you know hide it by using yeah, I mean, the work Laura is unconscionable in this yeah episode Mm -hmm. i mean like full villain yeah and uh, she is just determined to keep going in the race which there's no way that that lisa would want this if uh, so her actions just don't really make a whole lot of sense yeah she's like fully delusional at this point yeah um that yeah I don't understand how people can get to that point of belief yeah. um, when they're causing so much harm and pain. Yeah, and, and it, it doesn't even seem like it's within her self-interest at this point. Like It seems like it would be her self-interest to, to, mm-hmm. to not to distance herself from the horse. Yeah. But she plows forward and a- Amy says, you don't want to see the lengths we will go to protect her, mm-hmm. which is very true. They go all the way yeah. to Mongolia for that other horse. <laughs> for Flicka or whatever it was. <laughs> what is it? What was it called? Phila? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure Flicka <laughs> was something like that. <laughs> but uh, we have Kim getting very upset with Georgie because she missed the event. There's only one left. She has to get first place at the Rocky Mountain Classic. And then which you understand i think kim's perspective because georgie has not been as invested uh, as she needs to be i mean i would be very upset if i was training a uh, an olympian and she goes off to a rock concert the night before her big Mm -hmm. event i would be upset about that yeah yeah it's you know you sort of have to suspend your disbelief a little bit but yeah when you take a step back it's been like non-stop drama from Georgie. Yeah. and uh but she of course is not handling this well and she mm-hmm. goes for a run and then throws up so this is just a big problem now she's pushing herself too much mm-hmm. and uh and she fights with everybody about food it's a problem yeah yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm so glad it was sort of contained to these episodes because 
I find all storylines in, in TV, like, they're either, you know, really upsetting, a lot of times they're not very accurate, and, you know, the right people aren't consulted when they, you know, it's such a sensitive subject. Um, yeah. So I'm glad that it was sort of contained and it didn't get to, like, you know, it got to a scary level, she fainted, but, you know, you know, she, she races and then she collapses. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're right. Enough. It didn't, it, they didn't stretch this too long. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so Jack doesn't want to expand the herd. Uh, they could get the neighbor's herd. Mm-hmm. And then he's upset that him and uh, Mitch met without him, which I can understand that too. I mean, they're supposed to be working together. Yeah, yeah, and now that, you know, um, that Jack has explained it a little bit, like, I completely understand his perspective, you know, what they're selling now wouldn't be what they, were, what they would be selling if they yeah. sort of expanded the herd, you know, they are just, like, you know, mass producing at that point. Right. Um, the whole point is that it's, you know, Heartland cattle that was born and raised on Heartland. Um and yeah. if they expand the herd, it's not that anymore. So they're just sort of um, selling something that's not true. Well, and especially when Jack is the one who got the deal in the first place with Fred. Mm-hmm. So I would think that you'd want to have him involved with this. Yeah. yeah. And it's a little strange. You know, Fred should also know the amount of cattle that we have. Um, so yeah. unless he's sort of wanting them to go the mass produce sort of way, then yeah, it's a little bit of a strange um request from him. Like Yeah, and so they're also doing this uh cow herding. Uh mm-hmm. and Tim wants to run the cows west into the river, and they're like, That's not a good idea. But he insists and they go and the the cows run away from the river. And uh, so basically it's kind of their way of, I think, saying that like Tim doesn't make good choices. And Jack says, we are not expanding the herd. That's my, that's the decision. Mm-hmm. And uh, kind of that's the end of that. Yeah, it was like, it was such a strange thing for like the show to do in terms of like shows that this is who Tim is. And it's like, yeah, we know we've been watching the show for many seasons we know exactly right. what's like. <laughs> yeah we don't need like some sort of you know storyline to you know <laughs> explain to us why Tim rushes like headlong into things without thinking it's like yeah we're well aware of that <laughs> this yeah so then we get a scene between Lou and and Peter that they meet with Kim they talk mm-hmm. about the situation and he says, you know, they say George has been putting a lot of pressure on herself. We have to help mm-hmm. her get healthy again. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Georgie apologizes uh, or calls Wyatt and then also talks to um, Lou and Lou says, I didn't sell Maggie's for Europe, but to be with you and Katie Moore. Yeah. So. Yeah. That was sort of an interesting line in, in terms of like, yeah, but George is leaving. <laughs> it's like, right? I didn't, yeah, I didn't realize that until she said it. And I'm like, yeah, but George is leaving. Right, that's true. But I guess you know, if Georgie does leave, then it's more of a, you know, whenever the actress can't be on the show, she's like, oh, she's in Europe, isn't Georgie? Right. <laughs> like, we're going to get that so much. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, I guess you just that's the breaks when you have a show with a. Mm-hmm. you know 10 plus seasons you're gonna have to deal mm-hmm. with that but yep uh, it was a nice moment i thought though between georgie and lou mm-hmm. yeah we haven't had one of those mother-daughter real moments for a while mm-hmm. and it might have been a good point for lou to talk about maybe struggles with her own you know body image or you know anything like that mm-hmm. um, we all have those moments that's for sure without the pressure of being an, an athlete yeah uh, so we also have Mitch telling Lou that uh, the date isn't a good idea with Fred and she's just kind of like uh, <laughs> it wasn't that great 
I don't know. It's funny. But he's also getting a little jealous. Yeah. Again, it's just a little frustrating. Um, I, I just hope next season we actually, like, make some progress with this relationship. <laughs> yeah, it's hardly done. Like I mean, hardly done hardly anything done. with it. Yeah. Yeah, for, hardly like, what, anything. this is the third season? And they've hardly done anything. Uh-huh. <laughs> they went on a few dates and broken up twice. For, yeah, that's so yeah. strange. So then Laura ends up resigning. Uh, and like you said, she gave her the butte, but used the healing method, shockwave therapy. So she resigns. So at least that's the end we'll see of her, <laughs> which I'm glad. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and then we get at the end is Georgie apologizing to Amy. Yeah, this was a nice moment. Um, especially since, you know, Amy sort of took a step back from the coaching and so it's sort of nice to sort of see her, even though she's, you know, busy with her new business, it's sort of nice yeah. to see her sort of step back into, you know, the coaching role for just a minute. Um, uh-huh. You know, because they are family at the end of the day, most importantly. Um, and they did bond through, you know, the horses and, you know, the heartland lifestyle. So it was sort of nice to, be reminded of that because yeah Georgie has just gone so far in terms of like you know from where she first showed up to now she's like <laughs> headed to Europe and headed to the Olympics so yeah yeah it's a nice sort of grounded moment for the show mm-hmm. yeah so what would you give this episode one to ten um I would give it like an eight or an 8.5 um just because I felt like it was a it was a really good sort of two-part yeah. episode I agree I agree. Uh, I would also, yeah, I think 8.5 is good. It's a, it's a really solid one. I thought Laura was kind of a one note character. I didn't really love her, mm-hmm. but other than that, it was, it was very entertaining. So let us know if you're listening, what you think of these three episodes. We'd love to hear your thoughts and Michelle, where can people find you? Um, on Twitter at Michelle R. Benson. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. Check that out. Also, make sure that you're following the podcast, the Homeworkies Pod, Homeworkies Podcast, all of our social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. That helps us a lot. And if you're listening on YouTube, please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have our Patreon group and merch store, which has Heartland Inspired Merch. So check that out, please. And uh, we'll talk to you all later. Bye, everyone. Bye.